Hi guys, this is me from like the next day and I just wanted to add in really quickly that I'm so sorry that this podcast is a day late, a little less than that, like, you know, the next day anyways. Um, I did not realize how busy my day would be yesterday with homework. Like, I was like, I can do it, like I can handle all of this and it ended up just taking me so long to do my homework and then by the time I finished that, I was trying to go through and rapidly edit this podcast. So, by the way, if there are mistakes in this, that's why. Um, and I realized it was like 11.59 and I was like, okay, well... <laughs> podcast is already going to show up as being posted the next day so it's already a day late because it's already hit midnight so I can't really do anything so I can either stay up and edit this podcast and post it first thing in the morning or I can get some sleep because I have school so I decided to pick myself just get myself some sleep because I was already exhausted so I hope you guys understand I could have stayed up and edited it but like it was already really late to the point where I don't really think that anyone would have really listened at that point because it was so late so anyways i apologize and let's get right into the podcast hi guys it's sister spill and welcome back to spillcast hope you all are having a wonderful monday mine is super busy i'm gonna get into that soon but um let me know how your guys's thanksgiving break was mine was pretty good i went to my cabin like i mentioned last episode and it's in california but it's not like california like a lot of people imagine it's up in the woods like in the mountains and so it was really fun i always go there every thanksgiving and so i had a good time i was just with my immediate family because Normally we see my grandparents, but you know, because of COVID and everything, it's just like they would have to fly to get there and I just don't think it's safe for them because they're both above 80 years old. So yeah, probably not the best choice for them because things are so crazy right now. But anyways, um, yeah, my Thanksgiving was good. I hope that you all had a really good Thanksgiving dinner. I know I did. Um, Last episode, I asked you guys to send me what your favorite Thanksgiving food is, and um, mine personally, because I never said, is probably mashed potatoes. I don't know why I love them so much, but I do. I just, I love potatoes in general, so I think that's probably probably one of my favorite things to eat on Thanksgiving, but I also love pretty much all of it, so. And then I also got to go look at a college in California, just because, I mean, I'm only a junior in high school, but you know, college is coming up, and so whenever like my family and I have gone on trips in the past. My dad has gone out of his way to make sure that I visit whatever college is in that state or whatever. And we've been doing that for like a little while. So I've, I've been to a decent amount of colleges, not a lot, but just like, you know, more than a lot of people have. And so it's good to see different areas and different environments and stuff. And it helps me decide where I want to go to college, which I already know my first choice would be California. But those schools are very hard to get into, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I went to a college and then I got to go to San Diego, which is maybe like two hours from my cabin. Um, we were all COVID safe, wore masks and everything out in public um, and just kind of walked around and it was nice to be somewhere other than where I live and just in my house. So it was a really, really nice little vacation. So anyways, let me know how your guys' Thanksgivings were. Um, hopefully they were good. I know a lot of people might have seen their family. Maybe there were some family drama, arguments, who knows? It seems like they always have those over Thanksgiving. But anyways, um, so yeah, today, Monday, um, I did not forget about the podcast today. I've been thinking about it all day because I actually do kind of have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about and I, 
I have mentioned before how I want to make this more of a personal podcast where I, you know, talk about myself and I help other people. That's why I give you guys advice and stuff. I am going to talk about tea, but as you guys know, that comes later on and I'm just going to start off with giving you guys some advice. I feel like there's a decent amount of advice I have to give this episode. I'm going to get into the first DM just so I don't forget this. So this person said, hi sister spill, I need some advice. So I have a friend, going to call her A. So she's actually so very kind, but she can be very annoying and she only talks to us about other people. Like she talks behind other people's backs to us. So last month, that friend group had a huge fight. We actually stopped being friends, but not until three weeks later when we started being friends again. We made a group chat, but I noticed my friend didn't add friend A because she was really annoying and we didn't add her. Friend A someone ha- somehow found out about our new group chat and constantly asked me if the group chat's back. I always say yes, but we don't talk, and she says oh, but she's been indirect indirectly shading the friend group. I kind of feel bad and I want to add her, but she doesn't even talk in the group. All my friends don't want to add her. What should I do? I feel like I've gone through similar situations in like middle school just because I used to have so much drama in middle school where like we had a group chat. It was on iMessage, not on Snapchat, but we had a group chat where we would constantly text and stuff and then it was kind of like drama if anyone outside of our like designated squad wanted to be added. Like if we added anyone else then it turned into drama and then we ended up removing them. So yeah, I, I definitely see where you're coming from because I've been there. Maybe not the exact situation, but something similar and I... I think that's tough because on one hand, like, yes, it's always good to include people that aren't being included. And so if this girl is, you know, really unhappy about this and she's completely being left out, like normally I'd say you should add her, it's the right thing to do. But the only thing stopping me from saying that is because you said that she's been indirectly like shading your friend group and, you know, the friend group doesn't get along well with her. They think she's annoying and stuff. And like, yes, I understand that maybe she is, maybe she is annoying and, um, they have their reasons not to like her. So I can see how it's completely valid for them to just not want them in their group chat with their friends, you know, is especially if she's, you know, talking bad about the group behind everyone's backs. So I don't know. I'm all for including people. And I, I have been the left, I have been the one that's been left out countless times and I know that it feels horrible so like yeah on one hand I want to say add her but at the same time if it's just gonna hurt her because no one even likes her in that group then like maybe it's better that she's left out of it because if she doesn't get along with them in the first place I just think that eventually it's gonna end in drama if she's in that group chat or just in the friend group in general so I don't know there's a lot of drama going on but keep me updated and maybe I can help you again but for now I'd say maybe it's best that she isn't in the group chat. Okay, so like I said, normally I wouldn't take DMs, but if it's like super important, like yes, I will take advice DMs. If you guys want to send me advice and you're not comfortable with your voice, I will take it, but there's no guarantee that I'll read out my podcast. From now on, I'm just going to kind of pick and choose which ones I want to be on the podcast just because a lot of them can be repetitive and stuff, but this particular person said that they really needed my help, and so I thought I owed them um, a spot on the podcast, but like I said, there's not room for everyone just because I get a decent amount of these every week and so um, you can go ahead and start sending in advice again it's just it's more like a lottery now like if you send me a dm I'll either respond to it through instagram just typing a message back to you 
Or if you get lucky, if it's like a unique story that I haven't really talked about on my podcast, then I'll probably put on my podcast. So you guys might as well take the chance. You can start sending me advice DMs again. This person said, so there's this girl in my grade. We aren't exactly friends or anything, but we don't hate each other. So about a year ago, she found my old fan account and she shouted me out and I was like, thanks, because she was helping me grow grow my account. Then I opened this account in May and she also found it and sent my user to group chats. Then I was starting to get uncomfortable with the amount of people from my school knowing my app because I know they would judge me for everything. Then I got made fun of at school for having a fan account and stuff and I told the girl to perhaps stop finding my social medias and spreading it around. So then she started spreading my best friend's fan accounts even though they told her not to. Earlier this week, she found my Wattpad that no one knows about, not even my closest friends or my internet friends. I'm really self-conscious about my writing skills, so I never really told anyone my at. I unpublished all my stories because I was so embarrassed. I told her to delete the screenshots from the group chats, and she did. By then, it was already too late, and half my class already followed me on Wattpad. I've never done anything to the girl, and I don't know why she's doing this to me or my friends. It's really frustrating to me as I've already blocked her, and she keeps on finding new ways to stalk me or whatever. It's just so weird and doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't know if she's doing it for fun, out of anger, stress, jealousy, or if she just wants to help me grow my social medias. I know you have school and stuff and this is extremely long, but if you don't, but you don't really have to read this, I love you so much. I love you too. And no, I'm going to read this because this is really interesting um, and it is a unique story. So I'm always happy for those. Um, I feel like I say this a lot, but I can relate to a lot of you guys with these situations. And this one specifically, I do relate to because I have talked about before how I've had a fan page for Lauren Gray before. In like middle school, I had this fan page and I was really, you know, invested in it. It was something that I could look forward to after school. You know, I, you know, learned how to make edits and posted pictures of her or whatever, you know, it was, it was, dumb I guess but like yeah fan pages are fun I can see the appeal and I also know exactly how you feel that terror of someone finding out that it's you because only my close friends knew about it and then obviously I had internet friends and stuff but you know fan pages are just one of those things where it's like it's it's like your alter ego like that's your sacred place no one knows who you are in real life it's through the internet and no one knows what you look like most of the time I also relate to you with Wattpad because I had a Wattpad account all through middle school. I still have the Wattpad account. I just don't write on it. I just don't write on it anymore. But I used to write stories all the time. I was super into writing um, and I still am. But, you know, it's just been so long because, you know, I've gotten busy and found other things to do. But I love Wattpad. I understand how scary it is, too, to have people figure out that, like you have a YouTube channel or a fan page or a Wattpad account or, you know, whatever thing it may be. I understand that because I remember in like middle school, I want to say, yeah, I told this girl that I had a YouTube channel and this was one of my like channels that I, you know, have had for years since I was in elementary school with my face and everything on it. And there were a few people that like, I felt like I kind of vibed with them in class. So I was like, okay, I'll just tell them my YouTube channel, you know, they seem nice enough. But Some people I have not been able to trust. Some people have told other people. Some people have kind of said it out loud in class and I'm like, you need to be quiet. You can't tell anyone about this. Some people, I don't know what they did with the information. It's just really scary not knowing because, you know, people have private lives on the internet and they don't want other people to know it's them. I totally get that. Like, it's just, it's really scary. I mean, that's what I'm going through now. Like, if my whole school found out that I own Sister Spill, like, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm super proud of what I've done. I've built practically a business. That's what it is. I mean, I'm making money and I'm, you know, saving up for things and I'm learning about finances and I've 
got great amount of subscribers and I've got people coming to me for advice. Like I have made so many accomplishments, but it's just different. I mean, me as a high school junior, like no one's going to look at this and be like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I mean, sure, some people will, but like for the most part, you know how high school kids are. Like high school kids are going to be like, oh my God, like she owns like a tea channel. Like that's so stupid or whatever. Like I know how it is and I am a sensitive person and like I don't take criticism super well. So I just don't want to have to deal with the consequences of people finding out from my school. And I don't think it'd be like a huge deal or whatever, but I also think that like people would definitely talk. People would definitely have their own opinions of me. And that's just something I don't want to get out. So I understand the terror you have when she keeps constantly finding all of your social medias or whatever it may be. And that is so wrong of her and I don't know if she's like trying to manipulate you or what like you said yourself you don't know what her motive is you don't know what her intentions are and um I guess one thing I should have asked you beforehand so you could ha- have a chance at replying but it depends on like the way she's like messaging you or or talking to you like is she being super nice to you like does it seem like she's genuinely trying to help and she doesn't know that what she's doing is harmful or is she kind of like bossy you know just constantly worried about what you're doing like if she's kind of showing those kind of signs it's pretty clear that like she's got a weird obsession with you she's jealous with you she's jealous of you, whatever it is, I don't know, but from what I've heard or what I've read, this does not sound right to me and I don't really think that she has your best intentions at heart, so I'd say you need to have a serious talk with her if you haven't already and just be like, hey, I'm extremely uncomfortable with what you're doing and I don't appreciate this and I'm trying to be nice, but I just don't really want people to find out and you've already told my classes and people I know about certain accounts I've had and same with my other friends and I just think this needs to stop. So if you can have an honest, serious conversation with her and just really let her know how uncomfortable and upset it's making you, maybe she'll stop. If you've already tried, then that's where it gets more difficult because it's like, well, once someone decides to do something like a lot of times they're not really going to listen um, when people tell them to stop. So, wow, this is this is a tough one. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I just think that, like, if she's not cooperating with you and you have to constantly move accounts and all sorts of stuff, like, maybe that's a time where you have to get someone else's help. I, I mean, I wouldn't go as far to say a parent because you never want a parent to know about your fan page. Like, I know my parents found out about mine when I had a Lauren Gray one and I was like, oh my god, this is not good because at the time they didn't really want me to have like a, they called it like a secret Instagram account and I was like, this is not a secret. Like, I'm not doing anything bad. I literally just don't want anyone to know. Like, it's my personal thing and, you know, it's supposed to be away from my personal life so I don't think you would want to get a parent involved but if it got to the point where she was like literally harassing you on social media and like finding every account you make and spreading your personal information that's when I think like maybe you need some sort of adult or like someone that you really trust older sister I don't know what kind of people you have in your life but maybe someone else needs to step in and help you because I really don't know other than talking to her what you could do. Sorry, that was kind of lame advice and I kind of just took your story and talked about myself, but um, I just wanted you to know that like I do relate with you on not wanting people to know about my fan page and I think that that's super weird what she's trying to do. Like clearly she does not have the best intentions 
um, for you or growing your social medias. Like if it has to do with growing your social medias, she should find other ways than telling your classmates. Hey, I don't know if you're still doing the advice things because I just started listening to your podcast, but I wanted to ask for some advice. So my friend, let's name her Tessa, has a brother, let's name him Jose, and last year I had a crush on Jose, so I told her, but this year Tessa told me that Jose liked me back. So we both like each other, but we aren't dating, like we just vibe, but she told me that Jose is moving to Washington in December for a year, but I want to ask him out. I don't know though because I don't want him to leave and like find some pretty girls. So I want to ask him out, but I don't know if you have any advice. Anyways, I love your channel. Have an awesome day or night. Thank you. Hope you have an awesome day or night too. Okay, so you said that he's moving. If he's going to move there for a year, like a year is a long time. A lot of things change in a year. And if he's coming back a year later, I feel like I know it's a long shot and it doesn't seem super realistic, but like I feel like it'd be way harder for you to ask him out now because if he is moving in December, I mean, I don't know when in December, but December's literally next month, aka tomorrow cuz today's November 30th. But I, I think that, like, if he's moving within the next month for a year, like, clearly that's going to be hard. So if you ask him out and let's say you guys are together for a couple weeks and it's fine and then he has to move, I feel like that's going to hurt a lot more than if you just don't say anything yet. And I know that seems really, really odd to wait for a whole year for him to come back and be like, now is my chance. I know that seems super weird, but like think about it. If you guys are in a relationship and he moves literally next month, one, that's going to hurt. And two, you're going to have to do a long distance relationship where he's going to be in a completely different state. And I don't know how far away you guys are going to be. I don't know what state you live in. And so, you know, depending on that, that could be really hard. And so, yeah, second, it's going to be a long distance relationship. And third, like, you just, it's really hard with long distance relationships because you guys won't have much of an option to see each other, especially throughout like COVID. Like that's, that's hard enough. So I just think that like, maybe it's not the best option and it's not that I'm not rooting for you guys because I totally am. Um, if you guys could be together, like obviously I'd be super happy for you guys, but I also just think that like, maybe it's the most logical thing to not do it right before he moves because maybe he's not ready for that and maybe you're gonna end up hurt I don't know but I just think that like waiting it out and you know if he if he is coming back to wherever you live now maybe you see how much you guys changed in that year maybe you'll have a different boyfriend by then who knows a lot can change in that amount of time but if he does come back in a year everything happens for a reason like I've said it really does and so if someone's meant to be in your life they will and since he's moving away I'm taking that as a sign that maybe right now is not the time for him but if he does come back and things are still good between you guys and you still feel the chemistry then maybe that's your time but right now I just feel like logically it's not the best idea but I always say follow your heart go with your, your go with your gut it doesn't hurt to try it out so let me know what you decide all right, so I am going to play the voice messages now from Anchor, and then I'll go on to the ones that I got sent in Instagram DM. Hi, Sister Spill. I need some advice on something really, really badly, because a, a couple months ago when online school started, I was kind of getting a little stressed out with everything that was going on. I didn't really know much to do because it was really new, which was just a little messed up for me. My teachers emailed my parents about it, that I was getting a little behind, and my parents just started yelling at me, and they started monitoring me more. It's just putting more stress on me. 
So I would l really like to know what you're doing. And I just want to say I love you. Goodbye and have a nice day. I love you too. Hope you have a nice day or night. Um, okay, so first of all, I feel so bad for you because you seem super stressed. And I know that can be hard having parents bear down on you when you're not doing well. I feel like yeah, I mean, it only makes things worse. Like, if you already know that you're behind and then on top of that, your parents are telling you you're behind and monitoring you more and making things harder and yelling at you, like, that's never fun. And I understand from, like, the parents' perspective why they'd be mad. I get how it's really important as a parent to make sure that your kid is successful in school and doing the best they can. And that is 100% okay but what's not okay is seeing your kid under stress and piling on to that stress by yelling or punishing or whatever it may be I just feel like there are better ways to go about that and I know that like I'm not a parent obviously and I don't know what it's like but I know what it's like to be a kid and I know what it's like to be in that position getting yelled at and it's never fun and so I think that like maybe you need to really communicate with your parents about this because I think that like a lot of times parents really just have good intentions when it comes to yelling at their kids and I thought I know that sounds really weird but like it, in this specific situation like they're probably yelling at you because they're they're upset that you're not doing as well in school as you should be or whatever. Like, I think that they really just want you to succeed. And so, yeah, they have good intentions, you know, at heart. But I don't think they're going about it the right way because clearly you're just going to feel even worse when people are just sending that negative energy towards you. And so I think that's really hard. But if you talk to them, I guarantee if they're really understanding things will get better because I know like I know it can be really hard to communicate with parents I mean me especially I'm hypocritical because I don't really communicate with mine very well but I just think that like if you do have supportive parents who will listen to you and you're willing to talk to them and you're comfortable with that maybe just like talk to them and just be like I understand why you're mad and I understand why you want to monitor me more because I'm falling behind but I think that it makes it worse for me when I get yelled at or punished or whatever it may be. And so if you want me to succeed, maybe can you just find another way to keep track of things because I'm not doing well under the system that you guys currently have. Like something like that, just be very clear about why you're upset. And I just think that like that goes a long way. Like communication is key, especially in a situation. If they don't know that you're upset about getting yelled at and stuff, like nothing's gonna change probably so if you're not willing to talk to your parents and you're just uncomfortable with that totally understand that's okay so any other advice I would give you is probably just keep your head up know that you know your school grades do not reflect who you are as a person like you know if you get a bad grade on a test or whatever like it doesn't mean that you're not a smart person you know school is designed poorly especially American school systems and so I just think that like don't beat yourself up about it just try your best and know that you're trying your best and talk to your parents and hopefully things will get better here's the next voice message hi sister spill so I'm starting a podcast I already have my first episode out on Spotify and everything but I don't really have anything planned out and that's what I'm kind of afraid of because I'm thinking that it's just going to crash and burn. My podcast is mainly for my subscribers but I only have 60 of them and none of them even like type in the comments. So I'm wondering how can I get my subscribers up and also how should I play my podcast? 
This is a really good one. Um, it's really hard because I, before Sister Spill, as you guys know, like I was unsuccessful with my YouTube channels and I started at age eight or nine or whatever with YouTube and I was just like you. I had, you know, 60 subscribers and then maybe 100 and 115, you know, it grew very slowly and and eventually I ended up with maybe like 205 subscribers. That was probably like the highest I ever got with just my main channel before Sister Spill. And so it's super hard, you know, over like eight-ish years or a little less with that channel, like I, I didn't really make it anywhere. And so it really depends on the content. Like I know that I was just doing it for fun and stuff. And like, yeah, it would have been amazing for me to get like a viral video or something. But also like the content that I was posting, I knew probably really wouldn't get me anywhere. I, I was just used to not getting views. And so I think that like ultimately what made me success, successful is making content that I knew people would enjoy. Like I knew that there is a large demand for tea videos or just people making commentary channels or people talking about the newest drama or the newest celebrity tea or whatever it may be. And so I you know, I didn't think that Sister Spill would go anywhere, but I, like, if someone had asked me before I made it, like, I would have said, like, oh, yeah, like, I think that this could be successful, whereas my other channel, I would have said, yeah, I mean, I'd be really surprised if this was successful, you know? So, my whole point is that it all comes down to the content. Like, if you are posting content that everyone else on YouTube has already seen, or it's just, you know, kind of inspired by someone else, or it's not unique to you, that's where you're going to run into issues because you have to make content that people truly haven't seen before, or that's just really, really well made, better than like other people who might be doing the same things as you, or it's all in your personality, like Antonio Garza, or James Charles, or... I don't know, whoever, um, Lorray, like all of those YouTubers are people who are pretty famous, not necessarily just for like their videos and their skills, but like their personalities. Like they have very strong, charismatic, exciting personalities. And that's why, you know, they're famous. And so I think that finding something that is unique to you, whether it be your editing style, your quality of your videos, your personality, or your actual content, what video ideas you come up with, one of those aspects has to be unique because otherwise it's really, really hard to attract viewers because they're going to see the same old, you know, YouTube video title in their recommended and it looks like every other YouTube video or every other YouTube trend and they're not really going to want to click on it, you know? And so I think that's something that you need to take into consideration is think about what content are you posting currently and how can you make it better? And whether that be making your camera quality better, maybe investing in a new camera or your mic quality or whatever it is. Um, and feel free to send me your YouTube channel and I can look at it and kind of give you personal advice. But, you know, this is maybe just like some widespread advice for anyone else who has the same or similar question. Um, just really be unique and I know that sounds really basic but like I I think that it's truly the key and some of you guys might be wondering like how can you say be unique when you literally have a tea channel and there are so many tea channels out there well I do have an answer to this and it's because I feel like I'm different from other tea channels because I was the first tea channel that I know of to make a podcast 
um I know Spillslush has one but I think she made hers after mine and other than that like I just had wanted to start a podcast anyways so it was kind of unrelated to tea but and I'm not saying that to like undermine anyone else I'm just saying that like that was one example of something unique I did another example is just like the specific topics I choose to make videos about like my what happened to videos I haven't really seen other tea channels make those types of videos. There have been a few, but like for the most part, I am one of like the bigger tea channels that does do those kind of often. And I only choose to report on specific tea that I feel like is really important and big, like when someone has a breakup or if there's just huge drama going on or whatever, instead of uploading like rapid fire every single day. So anyways, my whole point is that like there's a lot of things that I've done that have made me unique from other tea channels and yeah there are a lot of tea channels but there aren't too many that are on the top like I am in you know the top one or you know I don't know I don't know about one percent but I probably am in like the top one percent of tea channels you know um I have 400,000 subscribers and I know that there are people who have a million subscribers or over a million or whatever that are tea channels too but I'm definitely up there. And then about your podcast, I relate with you because obviously I've said before on my podcast that like I haven't really planned my podcast out very well. Like I came into this thinking that I was going to talk about tea every episode and here I am giving you guys advice for a big chunk of it and that's totally fine with me but yeah I didn't plan this out all too well and I could have but I'm also not really having my sole purpose be getting views or streams on this podcast like for me it's just the intimacy and the personal aspect of it where like I get to talk to my subscribers or my followers and I get to give them advice or you know I get feedback from them or people are telling me their life stories or things that they want to just vent and get out with people like that's what I like about this podcast how personal it is and so I'm not really worried about growing my podcast I don't care all that much about it obviously it'd be super cool to gain listeners but you know that's not my main priority so figure out like something that you want to talk about and I, I did give advice a little bit on this um last podcast episode so if you haven't listened to that I would say do that make sure that you are talking about things that are interesting to you but also interesting to other people you know if you're just talking about yourself the whole time but not giving anyone anything interesting to listen to you know if it just sounds like stuff about you that like there's nothing wrong with talking about yourself if you have a podcast about yourself but my whole point is just like make sure that it's interesting enough that people want to listen to it and as far as planning things out like I think it just helps to have ideas in your head like maybe write a whole list of things that you would eventually like to talk about and then when the day comes if you're doing it every week or however often you're doing it look at that list and choose hmm what do I feel like talking about today and you said that you struggle with like getting your subscribers to listen to it because you only have 60 maybe start with telling your friends to listen to it and maybe your friends will tell a family member or they'll tell their friends or whatever and it can spread that way Um, but as far as listeners I wouldn't worry too much right now just because I think that it's it's really hard to get listeners and no matter what you do sometimes you're just not successful so 
be consistent, stay with it. And if you don't end up getting more listeners, it's not the end of the world. Although I know that can be disappointing. Do your best to talk about things that you like and you think other people will like and be really good about promoting your podcast in every single video. Maybe comment it down below and maybe just work on growing your YouTube channel so that you have a platform that you can share that podcast link on. And once it gets bigger on YouTube, maybe then more people will will want to click on your podcast. So make sure that you're offering people something that they want, you know? And that's my advice. Okay, now I'm moving into Instagram DMs and here's the first voice message from there. Hi, Sister Spill. I really like your podcast, uh, but I need your advice. I have this friend. She's new to our class. Well, she's been there for half of a year now. That's Garzo. Yeah, she was really nice. We started getting to know each other. Um, yeah, she approached me first. We called each other best friends. Um, but then I noticed um, that she's been lying a lot. I just figured out that real quick. Um, and she's been lying about some heavy things like bullying, whole story so she really yeah introduced herself with um she lied about that and she also is uh, sometimes too full of herself and she used that to put down other people and i don't really like that but she also has a very nice side um which she really helps me through everything and that kind of stuff but also she can be very toxic but i'm not sure what to do for my own best this person also added, sorry, my English isn't very good. And I just want to say you did a great job. So don't worry about that. Um, thank you for sending this voice message in. I want to say that like for like the third time this podcast, I do relate just because last year I had this friend and I have opened up about the story before, but quick recap, I had this friend that was toxic, like one of the most toxic people I've ever encountered. And she was rude to people. And I consider myself a really nice person. And I often found myself questioning why I was friends with her in the first place because I was like this is not someone that I want to be associated with like when I walk down the hallways with her I don't want people to think that I'm that kind of person that wants to be friends with her and you know she was well known about around school but like not even for the best reasons you know and people overall you know found her annoying or didn't really like her or whatever and I just knew that like by associating myself with her I was not doing the best for myself because she was just not a good friend she was not a good listener you know anything that I had to say about my personal life she you know maybe shrugged it off or maybe gave me a little bit of advice or pretend to seem pretended to seem interested but like overall she she really talked about herself she was self-absorbed she was rude to other people except for me and sometimes even me you know talked about people behind their backs super fake just like the classic toxic friend but like on another level that I've never seen before and you know she did a lot of bad things and eventually I was just like she did one final thing that I was just like okay we're done because she hurt uh, my close friend really really badly and I was like okay this is the last straw before it gets to a last straw before it gets that bad like it did with me I think you need to accept the fact that she is not the right friend for you because if you're already seeing red flags like her lying and her being mean to people or putting other people down that's an issue and those are red flags for sure and I know that you say that she has a nice side so did my toxic friend my toxic friend had a nice side too she was super nice to me 
until she wasn't and until she was rude to other people. So I don't think you want to take that chance. And I'm just speaking from experience that like it's never worth it to have people like that around because they're only going to bring you down with negative energy and they're not going to make you feel good because you're going to feel bad for associating with someone who's putting other people down. And I just really, really speak from experience when I tell you it's not worth it. Even if she seems nice, even if there are reasons why you're attached to her, you know, even if you have good moments with her, I really don't think it's worth it. And so I think the first step is to distance yourself. If there's not a specific reason other than her being toxic for you to not be friends with her, I think that like just start distancing yourself from her. And if you are kind of like a straightforward person and you just want to get things over with, go ahead and tell her and just be like, hey, at this point, moment in time I don't really feel like this friendship is working for me I feel like we value different things and I wish you the best but I want to move on I know that can be really hard but I really think that what's best for you is to not be friends with her here's what the next person said hi sister spill I'm going to start a youtube channel where I am an LPS doer it's LPS it's a type of toy and I'm going to make a series of it so do you have any advice on lighting and editing apps for mobile because I don't have a camera or a computer, so do you have any editing apps you would recommend on mobile and how to start a YouTube channel properly? Oh my god, this makes me so happy because I I literally have chills. Like, I just, I got reminded of my, my childhood and this makes me really happy. Um, so I told you guys that I had a YouTube channel, but what I didn't tell you is that I made Littlest Pet Shop videos all the time like my very first videos were littlest pet shop videos or lps i'm gonna call them lps because that's what i'm used to saying but some people don't know what that means so yeah um lps i grew up with them and i'm (laughs) i'm so glad that people are still making lps videos because i kind of thought that they went out of style um because hasbro the company that makes lps they they a couple years ago not a couple but like maybe five plus years ago, I don't know how long it's been, they stopped making the original LPS and made them look a little bit more like fake and cartoonish rather than realistic. And I remember I was so mad, me and my friends would call the company company and be like, bring back the old LPS or whatever. But anyways, ever since that happened, like people kind of lost interest in making LPS videos because they were mad at the company and mad that they couldn't buy new LPS. So I'm really surprised that like LPS tube (laughs) is still a thing, Um, but it makes me really happy, like I said. So um, I am the queen of making LPS videos. Not that I was ever really popular, but I did have one video, I think that got like 40,000 views. I don't know. And um, I was just obsessed with like these LPS YouTubers, like Sophie GTV, LPS Hannah, Eliza LPS. If any of these are ringing any bells with any of you guys that might be older and used to watch them in your childhood, please let me know because... (laughs) that was a huge part of my childhood, just LPS videos, and I got so inspired by them that I made a channel, and I um, made LPS videos. I think I got to like 800 800 subscribers on that account. Um, Like I've said before, I had so many YouTube channels. Like, I had like an American Girl doll one. I had like a Lego one, a Monster High one. I never really used any of them except for like the one with 200 subscribers. It makes me happy that LPS... Is something that you're interested in and you know because it was something that I was really interested in and I based my childhood off of LPS and I made videos with LPS first so they hold a dear place in my heart I've kept all of my old LPS and I'm gonna give them to my kids if I have any 
as far as starting a channel, I suggest listening to episode two of my podcast just because I talk more in depth about starting an actual channel. Um, but if you ever want like more specific tips or just have any questions, you can DM me about this. Like I mentioned just a couple minutes ago, be unique. Um, come up with a good name because a lot of times it's just hard to change a name because people might be confused if you decide to switch your username. Um, and it's just overall easier. So try to avoid changing your name because I remember I did that with my LPS channel and then I had to tell everyone like, hey, this is still me. I just changed my name. Um, so that's one tip. And then I just think that like making sure that you have like a good profile picture and channel art is always important. Like make your channel look appealing to other people, learn how to make thumbnails and just kind of learn the basics of YouTube. And once you do that, I feel like you're all set. Like you don't have to be super professional to make these videos or to be successful. So um, yeah, and as far as like specifically LPS videos, it's so funny for me to talk about this because now I'm, you know, now I'm like over halfway through high school and, you know, it's been years since I've looked at my LPS, let alone made a video of them. But I remember clearly little tips and tricks that I had and little things that I did, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about it on my podcast. So if you want specific LPS video tips, I made so many of those videos. I can give you so many. So please DM me and I will give you lots of tips. Hi. So my parents keep like making me um, like delete TikTok and then like get TikTok back again or like they're not making me get TikTok back again but they're letting me and um right now I don't have it because my parents found the WAP challenge on TikTok and I really want it back because all of my friends have it and I feel so left out and I'm relying on YouTube to watch um TikToks and I don't really want to have to do that I just want to like be able to make TikToks again because I really miss doing that but at the same time my parents are like really scared of like what I could be exposed to yeah just give me some advice on how I could convince them to give me TikTok again I definitely feel you when you say that you have parents who are kind of restrictive about what you do online I mean mine aren't really like to that level but like they have been a little bit like I used to not be able to show my face on YouTube at all or whatever and you know with certain things they're kind of strict but I think for you just come up with a logical explanation as to why you should have the app and parents obviously like they're trying to do the best for you like the reason they don't want you to have TikTok is because they're afraid of what you'll see on there but also if you explain to them that like anywhere on the internet you can be exposed to bad things like that's a big thing too like you said that you rely on youtube to watch tiktoks well you can get just as bad information on youtube as you can on any other social media platform i mean like as a young kid i was exposed to certain videos on youtube where now i'm like that was probably not great for me to watch at my age and now i know that but it's like you can really be exposed to anything anywhere on the internet and so that's not supposed to be a way for them to be like okay well we'll ban you from the whole internet no it's more to explain to them that like i understand that you're trying to be protective of me but also these things can show up anywhere and by restricting me from something that i like and allows me to be closer with my friends and you know gives me something to do with my friends like that's making things harder for me and so if you try and talk to them and they're not understanding and nothing changes then at least you have youtube to rely on and you can still t watch tiktoks from there i know it's not the same because you can't make tiktoks but i'm not sure what you would do if they say no i would just say that like 
maybe wait it out and it's you know there's always positives to everything so if you look at it from the perspective of like oh i'm getting less time on social media that's always a good thing if you've listened to my why social media is dangerous podcast or the danger of social media whatever whatever it was called um you'll know exactly why social media is not good for you and so maybe look at it as a positive thing but best of luck to you all right guys i think that's that's all the advice i have to give for this week i'm pretty sure i got to all the voice messages but like i say every week please 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 let me know if i forgot yours as for next week if you want to send advice in you can dm me a voice message on instagram at sisterspillyt or you can send me a voice message through the app anchor which um it'll tell you exactly how to do that if you just click the link in my podcast episode Um, description. This is kind of a longer episode, but I wanted to continue because, you know, I always talk about tea, and so I want to talk about the newest tea, and then I also just kind of wanted to talk about a few other little things. So, Addison Rae and Bryce Hall finally confirmed their relationship today. They made it official, which they've had, which their relationship has been official since, I think the date was like October 13th or something, so like, It's been a decent amount of time, but they didn't announce it to the world until today. And I have said before that I really do like Addison and Bryce together. And I'm not even a fan of either of them specifically, but I really like them together for whatever reason. And so I was really happy to see this announcement today because they both posted pictures of each other together. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. So I'm really happy for them. I'm finally, they finally... I'm glad they finally admitted it just because like it's not like they owe anything to us they have a right to their own privacy but I was glad that all the confusion was finally put to rest because people were constantly speculating whether or not they had broken up or gotten back together or were together or whatever and so it was just really hard to tell for a while especially because they had a relationship last year for like a tiny tiny period of time and then they broke up and then ever since it just seemed so on and off so I'm very glad that they finally confirmed it and things seem to be going well for them I really like them together like I've said so I thought I would just talk about that because um it's pretty worthwhile to mention it's some big news and they seem really happy together so I'm happy for them I also just wanted to mention I saw on TikTok room that Jake Paul threw a party because he won his recent like boxing match or whatever it was. I don't really pay attention to him, but his recent fight against, I think it was like an NBA star that he did it against and he won. And so he he threw a party in celebration, but um, I'm just super frustrated that this is still a thing. Like the US cases are so high. People are dying every day still. Like it's so bad it's worse than it's been and especially in a place like LA where it's a hot spot people are already seeing each other all the time like I just don't think that that's a great choice on his part and I'm really 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 disappointed in him I already don't like him at all but this just made me dislike him even more like it's just so frustrating to me how people are still throwing parties and they don't have a care in the world like they just don't and it's just really sad too because the vaccine like we have three different effective vaccines last I checked that are highly effective they're already rolling out doses to people starting next month um and you know by next year like a lot of people will start to be vaccinated and stuff and I just think that like the year is almost over people are starting to get vaccinated we have vaccines like this is huge news I'm surprised that you know not as many people are talking about this but 
it's it's this huge thing and I just feel like at this point like I think we can all stick it out for a few months and wait until people get vaccinated to the point where coronavirus is under control but now is not the time to be throwing things like parties like seeing friends and groups is bad enough but when you're throwing a whole party where I guarantee no one was tested you have no respect for me like that's just disgusting to me and it makes me so so mad that people are that irresponsible like how do you not feel extremely guilty how do you not feel like a horrible person after doing that like I I don't know I I don't want to sound like a Karen but when it comes to other people's health like it's a no-brainer like I I don't understand how you can go to parties and do all that stuff and I understand that like it's a human necessity to like interact with other people and that's fine if you see a few friends if you guys have been tested or if you guys have been quarantined or been super careful about who you see and super selective that's a different story I think that it's acceptable to see a few people but throwing a party is an entirely different per story if he had just decided to do a quiet celebration at home with a few of his friends or maybe family or whatever I feel like that would have been okay but a whole party is just horrifying to me like couldn't you have just waited until coronavirus is under control and we were allowed to have parties again and then maybe you could just have an even bigger party like I don't know I just I feel like what he did was so irresponsible, but I'm not going to rant too much because I have talked about this on my podcast like multiple times and I don't want to bore you guys. Um, but I did want to mention that because it just makes me really mad. And in other news, other tea, um, it seems like Daniel Cohn and Mikey Tua have broken up for however many times it's been. I don't know, but for the hundredth time, it seems. And yeah, and we know this because Mikey and Danielle both posted kind of like shady like Instagram stories or like captions or whatever people noticed that like they took Mikey's Christmas stocking down in Danielle's house I guess and so that's suspicious so people were like okay that's suspicious and now it seems like they've broken up which is interesting because you know they've been together even if it was on and off for a long time you know so I'm I'm interested to see if like anything else will come out if this will be one of their big messy public breakups again or if they're actually going to keep it quiet this time and that's kind of how I'm deciding whether or not to like make a video on it like right now I feel like there's not enough information to make a video about I just feel like if I made a video it would last like two minutes and I wouldn't know what to say so I feel like I'm just kind of waiting for a little bit more evidence to come out maybe a little more drama and then we'll see if i'll cover the story but i have some good ideas in store for you guys as far as videos go and i just wanted to say since it was thanksgiving just a couple days ago last week basically um that i am so so thankful for all all of you guys everyone who listens to my podcast um i'm really curious i'd be very very surprised if if there was someone listening that has listened to every single one of my podcasts and still continues to do so but if there is please dm me and let me know because i just want to know i just want to have validation from one person that i'm not boring <laughs> like i just feel like a lot of people might listen to like three episodes or a couple episodes and then kind of like grow out of my podcast and stop listening or maybe come back to it on and off but i want to know if like any of you guys listening are actual devoted listeners who i have 
who have been here since the beginning, even though like my first episodes were really crappy. I know that now. I'm, I'm very curious. So if you have been here this whole time, please DM me and let me know. But I'm going to end this podcast here. My computer's dying and this episode is extra long and I have a lot of homework to do, but I hope you all have a great day or night. If you listen to my podcast all the way through, let me know what you're thankful for. Even though it's past Thanksgiving, I would like to know. And again, send me a voice message if you want advice for next week. And I will talk to you guys next week.